0: into the level heads. Tonight we welcome chef Brandy. Brandy Lamb who is an executive chef for Sub-Zero Wolf. Manages six states. She will come and cook at your local vendor that carries Sub-Zero Wolf. She will cook amazing meals what you hear about it and then she might even cook her own rooster Cletus. Check it out. All right welcome into the level heads podcast. We are with Brandy Lamb today. Executive chef. For Sub-Zero Wolf. I am Zane Ellis with Collective Build Company. I am Mike Connolly with Greenside Design Build. I'm Jamie Verdura with Verdura Construction. And we've got Brandy Lamb. Brandy, introduce yourself.
1: Hi there, Brandy Lamb, uh, executive chef for Tizzle Distributing, Sub-Zero Wolf Co.
0: Whoop, whoop. Sounds cooker extraordinaire, right?
1: Yeah, cook a little bit of everything. I know that question will come up. What do you like to cook? Everybody asks me that.
2: <laughs>
1: everything. Yeah. Everything.
2: Do you have a favorite? What? You have to have a favorite.
0: What's your uh, favorite thing to eat?
1: Oh, Mexican, <laughs> hands oh. down. Oh
0: yeah, winner, winner. yeah.
1: Do it seven days a week. Easy. Uh, no, I I I like to butcher. Actually, I like to cook. Um, I like to prepare steaks and stuff and um I like to, to break them down and butcher. So yeah, I'd probably it's probably one of my favorite things to do.
0: Interesting. I like to eat steaks, so if you ever, you know, have a hankering <laughs> to do that. I'm not yeah. that far from you. It's an easy drive. <laughs> so let's Where are you? let's you're in Knoxville, happen.
1: is that right? Yeah.
0: No- Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. I'm in Nashville pretty pretty often, but if you are in Knoxville, I would love to eat a steak sometime.
1: Got it. We actually need to do, I need to talk to Jack about it. Who's our territory sales manager for Knoxville. We actually need to get a uh, demo down there in Ferguson.
0: Let's make it happen.
1: We can do it. happen,
0: Jack, if you're listening, let's get Brandy in Knoxville and, uh, and let her cook some steaks. (laughs) Do a demo. Do a demo.
1: Do the demo.
3: Perfect. So Brandy, tell us how you became a chef. Tell us that story.
1: Oh, such a great, great question and story. No, so I actually, uh, my whole life, the plan was veterinary medicine, veterinary medicine. So for several, several years, I started when I was 15 working in animal hospitals and uh, was ICU nurse at the University of Georgia's vet school when I went to undergrad there. I was a pre-vet student, pretty much all the way through college until uh, biochemistry. It got me. So I ended up switching majors and graduating, went on to Florida to manage a nonprofit animal hospital, and uh, ended up moving to Missouri, St. Louis, for my ex-husband's job, who was a veterinary neurologist, and that is where I found cooking, but more than anything, I just wanted my own business. And I didn't really know what that looked like. So I decided I was going to start teaching cooking classes. There were several cooking schools there, started teaching cooking classes. And then people come to your cooking classes and they say, Hey, do you cater? I was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. And started catering. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Decided to go to culinary school there in St. Louis. And started a catering business. I did a lot of boutique catering. And then I was also catering for a lot of dealers in town that sold appliances. So I was cooking on a lot of different brands and had Sub-Zero Wolf in my home at the time. We had renovated a house and it held up so well because I was just beating the crap out of it, you know, with my catering business in the first year and a half. And then catered the grand opening for the Sub-Zero Wolf Cove showroom there in St. Louis. And they said, hey, we need a full-time chef. And as you guys know, owning your own business, especially in the beginning, I was sleeping very little and I was like, wow, a nine to five for a chef. Like, okay, let's talk. And so I took the job and then being from Georgia, born and raised, I wanted to be back in the South. So got, went through a divorce, moved to middle Tennessee and was a private chef for a little while when I first moved here and we didn't have a, a Sub-Zero Wolf showroom here, so I was like, I don't know what this opportunity is going to look like to ever go back to work for Sub-Zero, but I really love the brand and know a lot about the appliances, but also what I do is live cooking demonstrations on the appliances. So I get to be creative and cook and come up my own menus, but also showcase, right? And so through some connections through the company, the opportunity with Tisdale came up and they are based out of, we are based out of Cincinnati. And at the time they said, Hey, you'll have to travel. And I said, what does that look like? And uh, I cover six States for us and I'm in Cincinnati at least a week a month. And then I'm everywhere else doing live cooking demos. So that's, that's the story.
3: Wow. So you, you went from veterinary school, to teaching cooking classes. So you must be a bit of a natural then for cooking because there was no formal training there. You went to culinary school many years after that, correct?
1: That's right, yeah. So I always grew up cooking. You know, you grew up cooking with your grandparents and all that. My grandparents um, had a huge garden. We had a huge garden. They grew their own grapes, made their own wine, all the things. But yeah, I never thought that I would make a career out of it. That's for sure. I always like was focused on veterinary medicine and um, only applied to vet school once and didn't get in and kind of gave up. And, you know, I think things happen for a reason. I really like what I do. I get to be creative. So I think that's a big part of it.
3: I'm glad I'm a builder because of, I burn water when I cook.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're not the only one.
3: (laughs) Nice. Nice one, Mike. Here's my.
2: <laughs>
1: so, what
3: part of Georgia were you born in? So,
2: I, get,
1: I was born in Atlanta. My parents are from Atlanta. We moved out to a small town okay uh, in between Gainesville and Athens, and that's where a majority of them still are. And yeah, I claim Athens. Though. I lived there long enough. I claim Athens. That's my hometown.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right. So, are you a bulldog? I am.
1: Yes. The balls and the bulldogs
0: (laughs) were big rivals. Big rivals. That is right.
1: Yes. We'll see about this year. I
0: don't know. I was just hoping you weren't going to say you were a Vanderbilt fan now. Football is
3: religion down there in the South, isn't it? Huh?
2: You guys
3: are really into your college football teams.
0: Oh, Oh, See that's all there is. Of <laughs> I think we might have lost her for a second.
1: Okay. I lost you. Sorry. That's
0: all right. I, I, I just hit you there. off when Sorry you said you that. were a bulldog. It's all right.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hit the dump button. Is that what? <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, hmm.
0: No, that wasn't me. That yeah. was the Lord.
1: <laughs> Stung a little, huh? Stung a little. Yeah. <laughs> no. I used to take care of Ugga, Let's see, what number was that? Ugga six. When I used to work at the vet school, when uh, he come in for the games,
0: what do you have Mm -hmm. to do to prep? Yeah,
1: he was mean. You have
0: to do the prep of the dog before the games.
1: Oh, he they would just board him at the uh, vet school, and so they would come in a day or two early from up from Savannah. And they would drop him, you know? And so we all had to take turns walking him. We were like, draw straws because he was so aggressive. And we we're like, ah, "Who who wants to yeah, go walk All, the, all <laughs> the
0: fans, too. All the fans. Before the game. Very aggressive. Those Georgia fans barking at you. Very, very aggressive. So tell us about... I want to hear about running a pub. Oh, yeah.
1: So, let's see. It opened in... 2007, and uh, it was small. The owners were just two guys. They were friends of mine, older guys, and they said, "Hey, you know, we're we're gonna." They had several bars already in town, and they're like, "We're just gonna open it for fun on the the older side of town, you know, not where all the young kids are." It was more like the law students, and uh, I don't know. Like we we're having drinks one night, and one of the owners was like, "Well, you should bartend." I was like, "Come on, and bartend! I'll manage it." You know, I need to manage it, and I'll bartend. And they're like, "Okay." I don't think I'd ever bartended or slung a drink ever in my life, and then ended up managing it for about three and a half years. And it was one of the highest-grossing bars in Athens for its size. Had a good team, and it was fun. Good money.
0: That's that sounds That's like a uh, to it. Tom Cruise in cocktail right there. Tom Cruise was a pretty, pretty, <laughs> ro- pretty good rookie when he started in cocktail, right? Yeah, you, you might have a uh, move to the Caribbean in your future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm just like crossing my fingers over here that my rooster doesn't come beside the window and start going off. My dogs don't start barking.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Actually, I hope the rooster, I, I hope the rooster does.
2: I don't mind rooster.
0: Dogs barking oh, is, is fine, that He's happens all the time.
1: A rooster, you probably don't get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. His name's rooster. Cletus, by the way. No, we don't. Cletus the rooster. No. He's a jerk.
0: Do you live... Do he you live next a to a jerk. <laughs> we pause and interrupt this broadcast for some sobering news. Our friend Cletus the rooster has actually passed away post-recording of this podcast. We remember Cletus for... Um, well, I don't know. I didn't know Cletus, but I heard he was a great guy. And actually, I heard he was kind of an asshole and uh, pecked at you when you went outside. But nobody deserves that. So Cletus, this is for you.
2: But forever gone away It's so hard to say goodbye
3: Day. Do you live next to Bo and Luke Duke?
1: <laughs> you would think so out here.
0: <laughs> no, no, but in Leaper's Fort, where she used to live, yeah. as you drive into town, Bo and Luke Duke's car and the the uh, sheriff's car, Mayberry car, were parked right there at the town entrance. Really?
1: That's right. So, Bo and Duke's car is yep. gone now. Aubrey Preston took that
0: back. Isn't I it? don't
1: know what he did with it, but the, the sheriff's car is still there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> still the best original, still the best Puckets. The, ori- the original. The Puckets. original. Still the best.
1: Which you know is not Puckets anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: It's now Fox and Locke. What? Yeah. Yeah. They, t- they took it what? back to the original, original name of that building. So, no more Puckets. Same same
0: concept. Okay, is, is it still delicious?
1: Still fine, but you know that you you get tickets to a show, you have to sit. You have to like buy a table. A little
0: yeah. different. Yeah. 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 It's still fun. I, well, I probably shouldn't ask you if it's delicious. You're you know, you've probably got <laughs> you've probably got a little bit of a different standard than <laughs> I've got.
1: <laughs> well, I eat just hole in mean, the wall Mexican three times a week, so it's not that high of a standard. Yeah. Just so I don't have to cook.
0: That's perfect.
1: That's perfect. Everybody says, Oh, what do you I'm doing these like fabulous demonstrations it. with all this great food and they're like, No, what do you like to cook at home? And I'm like, Cook at home. I don't do that. Yeah.
2: Sounds like work. It's <laughs> way too much work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hamburg. <ale>, bur- <laughs> yeah. And I have all of our appliances too. I'm like, yeah, I know.
3: So and you at a typical oh, demonstration man. that you're doing how many people are like actual builders or builders clients and how many sit down at a time and how many sittings or how many dinners do you do a night or how does that work?
1: Yeah, great question. So when I'm up in Cincinnati, which uh, our showroom there is quite stunning, it's new, it's about 25,000 square feet. So we're just the showroom for the appliances. So you can see everything that sub zero, which is our refrigeration wolf, which is the cooking, you know, cooking surfaces, ovens, and then Cove, our dishwasher, everything's on display in every different model that we carry. And so my area where I do the live cooking demonstration seats 30, and then we have a full bar and we have a bartender come in, we have a sommelier on our team. And so the cooking area uh, holds 13. And then we also have a camera system and microphone and all that. So everyone can see. And here, and then I have an entire prep kitchen in the back that kind of mimics what I have in the front with cameras so they can see where I'm at in the demonstration. So my sous chef and the team can get everything plated and out during the particular part of the demonstration uh, that I'm talking about. And so it's 30 there. The guests that we have there 90% of the time are builders, architects, designers, and our dealers. Our dealers are the ones that sell our product for us in each city, like Ferguson's and that sort of thing. And then uh, the other percentage of that are customers. So the customers who are looking to put our products in their home come into the cooking demonstration. We do those one night a month. And it's a full-on, it's usually five to six courses. We open up the bar for them, get them really nice and comfortable to ask questions. And uh, our dealers really love us for that because they'll come in wanting like, a cooktop in an oven and then they leave wanting you know all of it so because i cook on everything (laughs) so they get to see what the griddle does they get to see what a convection steam oven is or we have a new Mm -hmm. vacuum seal drawer that's pretty awesome so for like hunters and people that like to freeze things or sous vide cook it's pretty awesome so yeah they get to they get to see it all and then for our trade which is our builders architects designers dealers we do uh, typically a lunch, and so they come in for lunch, and we do a full demonstration on everything, similar to the uh, consumer demos, what we call it. And then sometimes we'll do like a builder happy hour, so we do food stations and have the builders come in and open up the bar. So yeah, it's really fun. And then when I'm in that the different, awesome. yeah, and when I'm in the different cities, like you know Knoxville or something like that, then I would go into the dealer that that builder architect designer uses and do a demo there. So here in Nashville, I have four places that I typically uh, do my demonstrations. One is a Heart at Russell. It's a cabinet custom cabinet company and they have our product live. So we have a space there. It's very easy to get in and out. They're very accommodating and we invite um, groups there and it's a group of nine. So it really just depends on the space that I'm in and I have a have a whole flow, like a spreadsheet where I have to keep every city and every showroom that I'm in and what they have and what they have live and, and that sort of thing. like a traveling cool. ro- road, show.
3: So you said you had six states that you cover of all those mm-hmm. six states. How many have dedicated Sub-Zero Wolf showrooms where it's not a, a vendor showroom?
1: Uh, just Cincinnati.
3: Just Cincinnati. Yep. Okay. So,
1: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: So that's cool. You can go into different vendors like a cabinet company or an appliance company and actually work on their show pieces there. That's kind of cool. I thought it was only, I thought it was only at the dedicated showrooms where they did that type of
2: stuff. Yeah. No, Should I do a builder builder 20 demo. Here we go.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Six <laughs> idea, huh? Maybe. Get her out. Why don't we just vote her in Maybe right some- now as a permanent member. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do dinner. With brandy. So, South California, we're getting, they're
2: getting, we're getting away from gas. Yes. And then you mentioned convection. How do you like cooking with convection? Con- convection. So, oh, con- and, and Stovetop. Induction. Induction. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I act- induction. Induction. Yep. So, convection is like hot air moving around something, like an oven. But induction, I love it. I actually have our thirty-six induction range myself. And everybody's like, oh, you're a chef. You don't want gas. I love our gas. I love cooking on gas. For my needs, I'm out in the country. You know, I didn't want to put any uppers or hood, you know, anything like that. I love induction. I think ours is extremely responsive and accurate in its cooking. So I actually really appreciate induction. We're here in Nashville, have a lot of um, California uh, residents moving into the Nashville and Middle Tennessee area. So we're getting that question a lot.
0: So do they prefer the induction when once they move or are they rolling with gas and convection after you know because they can now
1: Well Jamie you can probably speak to this a little more but it's because people that live in California they're they're now wanting to put a ban on gas because of the fossil fuels is that and I I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is so it's just California people like Uh, folks moving either building a second home here or moving here they're just used to kind of moving into that not having gas we want to be um you know they feel better about having induction is that kind of what you're seeing jamie there
2: right that's the whole green yeah the Mm -hmm. whole green aspect of it all
0: gotcha gotcha so they're trained so california is training us training them
2: so still starts here and kind of trickles trickles east,
0: right?
2: <laughs> That's the idea.
0: So you're out in the country? I am.
2: She got a rooster named Cletus, man. Come you on. do have a rooster.
0: You <laughs> do have
1: a rooster,
2: yes.
0: But in Tennessee, I mean that. you can live you can live in a subdivision and have a rooster. It doesn't <laughs> mean can we have a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> You got a rooster, doesn't mean that you're in the country. I like that ceiling there. This is true.
1: Oh, thanks. This was a uh, three story log cabin that I gutted, took it down to the foundation. But the only thing I kept was this ceiling, and then the so they're about 30 foot ceilings and beams in the living room, and then the master, and then oh. I, took, I cut everything else out. But yeah, I have our um, induction. Sub-Zero, and I got a steam oven in my island yeah. on the other side here. So,
0: yeah. Oh, cool. my. yeah. Cool. I bet you you've got a really cool it kitchen. Was
1: a, it's, um, I don't know if I can turn this around here. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know. Anyway, it's got good views. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so it's pretty, pretty simple, is how I wanted it. So that's about mm-hmm. it, and then I have my island here that has my steam oven in it, so for yeah. all
3: you listeners that can't see uh on the podcast, she just panned out towards her window, majestic mountains over the kitchen sink window, about a seventy foot long kitchen <laughs> island with a forty eight burner induction <laughs> top. <laughs> And a, and a rooster. Yeah,
2: look, look at that. Jeez, that's I mean that's actually that does look like <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of the south. I mean, geez.
0: <laughs> Did that you hear the birds really chirping? Nice. Like He just stepped out to to the mast. Yeah, birds,
2: songbirds, <laughs> and about four thousand acres. That's nice.
0: Very nice, Brandy. Very so nice. A vet, Thanks.
2: A bar manager, a staff, <laughs> and she remodels that night.
0: <laughs> Jack
1: of all trades, master that's of it. none. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't like to. I don't like to uh, be bored. No, I drew this whole renovation on a piece of paper. Uh, hired a couple that's guys and got it done. Randy, so. we,
2: that's we, that's pretty much. We, so we need to Mike talk about
0: work life balance. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I am aware. Yes. When I hear other guys tell me about how much Blimey they do, I you. say, "Are you okay?" aren't so brandy are you okay (laughs) (laughs) my friends
1: check my friends check on me regularly (laughs) i was (laughs) trying to work yesterday and get recipes done for this upcoming dinner we have which is pretty awesome it's like a magazine launch and they're inviting some top designers and we're just doing this really fun interactive menu so i was trying to like type recipes and i got dump truck after dump truck coming up the driveway dumping topsoil so i can get my garden going and i'm like my friends are like you okay you're gonna be okay (laughs) (laughs)
2: you're like hang on on just a second (laughs) yeah guys right over there (laughs) (laughs) literally
1: (laughs) literally yes yes i'm like i got five days i'm home for five days i gotta get it done yeah yeah
2: i mean you gotta have a lot of animals out there it looks like a farm
1: working on it working on it yeah
2: yeah, because I have are all the time in the world to take care of tomorrow? animals. Yeah, yeah right. So. As long, sure.
1: Oh yeah, I'd like yeah. to have farm dinners on the weekends. So. Oh. Well, sweet talk, Sub-Zero Wolf into giving me some appliances to to put out in a little little area.
3: It's good there to be go. busy, just as long as you're not having heart to heart conversations with the rooster. You know,
2: Cletus. Are we, are we Cletus. Oh, we and
1: had a hard. Why time. do you? He's, He's going to find a a new life soon (laughs) (laughs) In a frying pan
2: They usually talk about 6am
0: He's like I'm tired of listening to this shit (laughs) (laughs) Ruining my home Yeah (laughs) Going to find a new life in a frying
1: pan (laughs) He will Soon I have to put my big like boots on My work boots to go outside Because he attacks me Every time I step outside (laughs) <laughs> There's your dose of entertainment on a Tuesday. Me getting clobbered by a white rooster with a red cone.
0: So, Longhorn. So yeah. I'm guessing you, you have your own eggs and everything too, right? I mean, I not do. for the rooster, obviously, but I figure that's yeah, what the
1: rooster which is for. I've had people ask me that, but no, this is, I have um, plenty of eggs. And Mm. I mean, this podcast is just going, this conversation is going way south, but I'm also hatching more. (laughs) Actually,
3: actually, this this podcast is getting good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, Randy, when people think about professional podcasts, this is never on their top 100 list. So that's all right. That's right. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like that's why people (laughs) listen to it.
1: (laughs) You never know where it's going to go.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 If they wanted it to be professional, they'd drop me. So that's what we do. (laughs) There'd be nobody here except Brandy.
2: Yeah, that's it. Just
1: showing off my my (laughs) (laughs) rooster.
0: (laughs) Just showing showing off Cletus.
1: That's right. If I still had the llama, I'd show him off too, but he got left at the other farm. So
0: you had a llama? Carl. Carl You had a
3: Carl and You Cletus. had a llama named Carl
1: mm-hmm. Yeah He was a jerk I too <laughs> He
2: was a jerk too
1: He stayed You can't be You yeah, gotta yeah, be man. nice To come to Lamb's Farm He was not nice So Yeah well,
0: Who are the nice animals Because we've heard about Ugga We've heard about Carl oh, yeah I guess Cleetus. that's true
1: <laughs> There's a couple Little Little sweet ones in here Got two mm-hmm. little dogs and a cat who's staring at the
0: chickens. So,
1: yeah, they're nice. They get to stay.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Well, Cletus has got a home so far until until he takes a trip to Cincinnati.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he has no idea what's ahead for him.
1: Oh, who, Cletus? Yeah. Uh, he is from Cincinnati, actually. That is no joke.
0: You know, I was, um, was going to say somebody, his return trip to Cincinnati is going to be in a frying pan, oh, actually.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So he came from Cincinnati initially because the people who had him had bought a bunch of chickens, you know, at the tractor supply, and one happened to be a rooster, and they lived in a neighborhood. So he came here, and now he, you're right. He's going to go back.
3: I'd imagine those animals <laughs> would want to be on their best behavior since they know you're, you like to butcher, you know, and if they're not—
1: you would think.
0: You might butcher the animals.
1: <laughs> you would think, yes. Well, if
0: they could smell, if they could smell that she's cooking, but she, remember, she doesn't cook at home. She eats, she eats at hole in the wall Mexican. Right. <laughs> They're none the
1: wiser. This is true.
0: So, Brandy, what do you do? What do you do outside of um, in the you know twenty minutes you have every day to enjoy life? What do you do? What do you do <laughs> to enjoy it?
1: Well, before I started this whole project of this little hobby farm, I used to travel a lot. I love to travel and, you know, that always mm-hmm. gave me inspiration for food and, you know, all that good stuff. And uh, I tried to, if I went somewhere, I could scuba dive. I loved to scuba dive. So I would do that. But um, yeah, well, that's probably about it. I mean, I travel when I can, obviously. I have a family trip coming up and that sort of thing. But cooking uh cycling i was on a cycling team for years so i do have a cycling group oh, yeah. here in columbia where i live and
0: Good
1: place um, for it. yeah great place for it people in Libras love
0: us yeah Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of cyclists <laughs> yeah. for sport cuz they all ride the natchez trace ah. so. yep
1: that's right yeah
0: yep saturday down morning. here in the country
1: it's a little Down in Columbia and Lawrenceburg, Lewisburg and all that, people are a little, get a little, uh, don't like cyclists so much. So you have to be careful, but it's fun. It's pretty (laughs) riding. Yeah.
0: There's no bike lanes down there is what you're saying. There's no what? Bike lanes.
1: There are no bike lanes. That is correct. (laughs) <laughs> and then I teach cooking classes actually on the weekends here or there at the local, we have a lo- local kitchen store here. So I do teach cooking classes because I do really like that. Because when I'm doing my demos, I'm, I am talking and answering questions about the appliances. And I talk a little bit about food, but I yeah. really, my main thing is about, you know, our showcasing our appliances. So,
2: so you mentioned you're putting together an interactive, an interactive menu. What's an interactive menu look like?
1: So the client is, she mentioned like caviar and tin fish and just fun little things like that. So we're doing like a throwback to our childhood. We have our corporate chef, uh, Chef Joel up in Madison. So our product, still family-owned company, Sub-Zero Wolf out of Madison, Wisconsin. So our corporate chef, uh, Joel, is coming down And he's, him and I are going to do it together. But we're doing like a take on the tuna casserole. we both ordered little tins, but it's going to be like fresh tuna. We're going to make our own potato chips and things like that. And then for the dessert, we're doing like a chocolate bomb. And we're going to fill it with like olive oil cake cubes. And you hit it and it's going to drop down into like pistachio cream and things like that. So just a fun little... Good food, not like over the top, yeah, but great. just something different than just sitting down to a dinner, you know?
0: This all sounds great. Uh, you know, I've actually, um, real life, have not been able to eat since uh, midnight last night. So this is all great. <laughs> I <laughs> sorry, have surgery tomorrow. Sorry to leave so so laugh. so <laughs> <forbidding laughs> you're, you're fasting. Yeah, Forbid right me right? from eating today. Yeah, no, I'm oh, not fasting. No. They've forbidden me. So here she's like, yeah, we're going to do this chocolate bomb and it's going to drop down in this pistachio <laughs> cream. Sounds miserable, Brandy. That's great. Thanks I'm for so sorry. every
1: detail. I'm so <laughs> sorry. We're also doing a hanger steak oh. and a halibut. <laughs> <laughs> a glazed pork belly. Just saying. I'm just
0: saying. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> glazed pork belly sounds amazing
1: yeah part of a bread salad
0: just, where is this
1: this is uh, in nashville in may
0: in may yeah is that you know can any builder come or is this just you know this so is a builder
1: this is a, a a magazine launch party essentially but mm. it's all of our designers that we work with and a couple cabinet uh, cabinet maker and some other people, you know, and the part about being in Nashville, too, which is really a nice perk and fun, if you would, you know, if you want to say that, um, is that we get interaction with a lot of different, you know, well-known people and that sort of thing. So you never know who's going to be at a party. Or, you know, what we do as a brand is after you purchase our appliances, and I don't know if you guys know this, but once it's installed, we have somebody in your Area, so our TSMs or territory sales managers. I have one here in Nashville and a trade rep, and then we have you know our Indianapolis, our uh, Kentucky, our Ohio, our Pittsburgh, and they we all work on the same team essentially. So once the appliance is installed, they come into the client's home and show them how to use the appliances and make sure they, yep. that their griddle is seasoned if they got a griddle and that sort of thing. So that's a really, and if there's a big package, and since I'm here in Nashville, if there's, you know, a lot of pieces in a package, then I will get called in to do those. So it's a lot of fun to work with the clients and, they really appreciate it too. So like, wow. So we don't just use bake on our ovens for the life, you know, the rest of our lives. I'm like, no, there's, there's so many modes and this is why. And so it's really fun to teach people how to use these appliances. But with that said, I get some, you know, like, Hey, you got to go to so-and-so's house. I'm like, and talk to their private chef or, you know, whatever. So we have a lot of, um, well-known, you know, country artists and that sort of thing, but it's fun to kind of be a part of that.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, said, you mentioned you were a private chef for a while there, yeah? I was. Give it to anybody we know. <laughs>
1: um, I, well, uh, he is on the radio, but he's on the radio here in Nashville. So it's uh, it was a family and very sweet family, three growing boys and really enjoyed cooking for them but they they had maybe their favorite five things. Oh really? <laughs> so. Yeah. Is
2: that like a, a like you'd go in at night or are you just on staff all day? All day. I'm asking for my, my wife wants to know.
1: Yeah, absolutely <laughs> all day. And I would prep like their breakfast that day. I'd prep their breakfast and lunch for the next morning so that they could just grab them and go. And then I would have dinner ready. And so all they would have to do is throw it in the oven or I would go ahead and put it in and get everything ready and leave. And they would come home and pull it out. So, yeah. And then snacks for the kids and all that. And it was just Monday through Friday.
2: <laughs> Good
0: life, Incredible. Like
1: I need a private yeah. chef. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's a fun industry. And yeah.
0: I I have um I have passed the um sub sub zero wolf guy off to a client but I've never actually seen the magic happen in what you were just talking about um because we're the builders so we get kicked out pretty much as soon as they move in we're out so we don't right. get to uh we don't get to experience that but if you ever want to invite me to one of those parties you know I'm yeah. happy to to sing praises However much, you know, however much I'm, you want. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what seasoning the griddle
2: means.
1: <laughs> have you <laughs> No. Have, have you ever used a Blackstone, like outdoor griddle, you know, the Blackstones? Are you familiar with those? Oh, no. Shout out, no, to, no,
2: shout I out to Michelle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have it. No, I don't. Over our, our heads. heads. Uh, by a I wish thousand I thousand feet. Yeah, I wish I could. It's a
1: flat, so you, so with our ranges and our range tops, you can get a single griddle or a double griddle. Like when you go to order it, that can be a piece that you get. It's like manufactured, like it is built in, but it is a piece of cold rolled steel and it's flat surface. So think hibachi, think Waffle House, like you cook everything right there on the griddle or you could do a char and or you could do a combination but you could do a char broiler as well which is like an indoor grill but you have I to season it just so.
2: house.
3: don't don't because no. i was literally don't bring up the you waffle house that.
0: <laughs> when you said a blackstone <laughs> when you said blackstone i was going to say like the grill at waffle house right absolutely <laughs> that's how i always think of it See no, how black
1: and like well seasoned that is, and nothing sticks to it. That's what you want in your wolf griddle. Yeah. You want it black, and you can throw eggs on there, you know, seafood on there. Nothing's going to stick.
0: And that just happens over time. I've been telling you guys how classy Waffle House is. That
2: happens over time, yeah.
0: I do. Like the waffles. demos are good
2: because I don't know if even a lot of clients are versed as to what the Wolf product line can do. Yeah. I mean, sounds like it does a lot.
1: Well we're absolutely you can do a French top. We're yeah. doing a
3: lot of houses now that essentially have two kitchens. So we have the front kitchen mm-hmm. and the main kitchen, that's the show kitchen, that nobody ever touches the appliances and they're sparkling clean. And then we have the dirty kitchen, which is in back, and that's where all the cooking happens. And it's usually the private chef or the somebody else, it's not the owners, that do all the cooking mm-hmm. in the dirty kitchen. And the front is just left for show for entertaining, which that's probably pretty commonplace, right? Everybody has a dirty kitchen in the back of their regular kitchen, right?
2: Sure. Of course. Of course. <laughs> sure. I mean, I. Do they. Call I, the I, dirty. Yeah. Like the Greenside level. Yeah. I
0: thought it was called the prep kitchen.
3: Dirty kitchen, prep, prep kitchen, kitchen.
0: Butler's kitchen. But,
2: butler's
3: kitchen.
0: <laughs> butler's is dirty, kitchen. Is dirty kitchen the, uh, the, uh, real name, the industry standard name?
1: It's a technical term.
3: Depends on the industry, Zane. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna have to be a bit more specific.
2: (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) So we're putting too many two kitchen homes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Really? I would figure that was a thing. One or two.
2: Uh, That's a high, high level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we're seeing it too. Out here. Not all the time, but yeah, we see it.
0: Interesting. So what is your favorite, what's your favorite wolf to cook on?
1: I really like the griddle, the double griddle. So essentially it's big wide space and it has dual temperature Mm. control. So I can do something like low on one side and high sear on the other side. Uh, So I really like the double griddle. I think it's so versatile and people are like, well, I don't want to have to clean it. And I'm like, Look, think about the pots and pans that you're lugging back and forth to the sink and scrubbing. Whereas mm-hmm. I can just take one spatula and clean that surface and it all goes into a drip cup. You dump the drip cup. So I really like it. It's uh, extremely, like I said, versatile. I can throw anything on there practically. And then we also, I mean, we have the Wolf Convection Steam Oven and it is... We've been using combination cooking or combi, combi ovens in commercial kitchens forever and deck ovens and commercial bakeries where it pumps steam in, it activates yeast in the baked goods, comes back through with convection and gives you that browning. We just took it and reduced it to the residential size size so you can use it at home and it does all those wonderful things, the power of steam, the power of convection. So I have one, I have a 24 inch, I've had one since probably... I think they came out in like 2006, 2007. Uh, And I, I love it and I can in mine. So that's what steam does is it sanitizes Mm -hmm. my canning jars. I put everything in there. I put my lids on, put them back in there, hip preserve. It seals my jars down. Um, so there's a lot you can do with the power of steam, but also it's a, it's a pure oven too. So I don't, it's just me, so I don't usually use my full-size oven all the time. I use that steam oven for the majority of my cooking. Plus, you're getting steam and convection, so you can't really mess anything up. You get a little bit of leeway there. So um, I'd say the convection steam mm-hmm. oven and our griddle my favorite. Yeah.
0: It's really cool. I think, uh, you know, I'm always fascinated to go in these. Do you do you ever cook at uh, the International Builder Show? Do you ever do a demonstration there? Or does sub even go? We- I don't
1: I, yeah, I'm wondering if we go. What time of year is
2: it?
0: It's in, it's in, what, late January or early February? Something like that, guys. Yeah. Usually around the Super Bowl. I'm always, yeah. That's yeah. Right around sure. the Super Bowl. I'm always fascinated to see like the innovations that, you know, that these companies are coming out with just to cook. You know, it's really, it's always just incredible. Like it my is. mom cooked in a crock pot and a pressure cooker, and you know, the simple stuff. But this it's, stuff is incredible now. Brandy, yeah. how long
3: how long does it take what? to season a a griddle? Like if you buy a new appliance, how long does it take to do that?
1: Great question. Like- so we you just do the initial seasoning process. So when you get it, you turn the heat on three fifty four hundred. Let it get nice and hot, and then anytime you're seasoning a surface, whether it's a cast iron skillet, whether it's a griddle, you want to use a neutral oil because those are the layers that you're creating as you're seasoning, as that non-stick surface. So when you initially get your griddle, you turn the heat on, let it heat up, put some neutral oil on there. It has a high smoke point, like a grapeseed oil or canola oil, rub it on there, let it cool down, and then do it all over again about three times. So it takes about 45, 30 to 45 minutes, and then you're ready to cook.
3: And that's it forever?
1: Yep. So anytime you cook on it, you just turn your heat on. From then on, you turn your heat on, you start cooking. You can use whatever fats or oils you want to actually cook. But when you're done cooking, you scrape everything down. I always pour water on the surface and let everything steam off. Wipe it down, put that oil on there just a little bit as that lasting coat and then let it cool down. So each time you cook it, cook on it rather, you're going to put that layer of seasoning, just a little layer to leave it sitting while it cools. And then when you turn it back on to cook again, you'll just start cooking. And then you leave that little bit of seasoning. So every time you just leave a little bit of seasoning on that surface as
0: it cools. That's interesting. I didn't even I didn't even know that was something that you did.
2: Yeah,
3: if you you had to do it with cast iron pans, I didn't know if it was similar
1: with the griddles. Yeah, cast iron. That's same concept. It's
0: the Mm -hmm. same thing, right? I mean, I mean, kind of the same idea. It is. I mean, I act like I know anything. I I cook cereal and Pop Tarts, and I'm pretty good. So, Mike's actually cook a mean scrambled egg.
3: So, Brandy, like we do a little thing on the on the episodes called "This or That" to get to know our guests a little bit better. So, you want to answer some "This or That" questions? Sure. All right. Chicken or beef?
1: Chicken. Oh.
3: iOS or Android? iOS. Work hard or play hard? Work hard. I don't believe you. Jogging or hiking? (laughs) Hiking. And I think you already answered this one hamburger or tacos?
1: Oh, tacos. (laughs) Only with margaritas. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Only with margaritas. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Passenger or driver? Driver. Oh, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: City or countryside? I think countryside.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Here's an important question. I want Zane and Jamie to think about this one too. Toilet paper holder over or under? Over. over. <laughs> Jamie. Up over, right? Toilet paper.
2: <laughs> under? Under? You guys got toilet paper out there? <laughs> California. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee or
3: tea? Coffee. Spring or fall?
1: Ooh. Um, spring. Yeah. Nice.
3: Cooking or refrigeration?
1: Cooking. Yeah. You got to say you're a chef. You have to say cooking. Yeah.
3: Gas or induction? You answered this one too.
1: That's a tough one, though. Induction. It must be different
3: yeah. dine in or dine out
1: <laughs> oh that one's tough too if it's mexican dine out anything else i'll cook at home
3: right. yeah uh, movie or tv
1: tv and
3: the all important question kittens or puppies
1: puppies yeah. <laughs> i have
3: to change that to roosters or llamas
2: yeah, right
1: <laughs> I'm not a cat fan, but however, I always have a cat. They always find me. So dogs all day. Yeah. yeah.
0: You got to have a cat in the farm. Do you, do you watch, uh, do you watch cooking shows on TV or are you just tired of cooking <laughs> by the time it's time to,
1: yeah, I used to, I used to watch all the cooking shows, especially chopped. My sous chef actually up in Cincinnati, won chopped back yeah. in 2016 and, oh, wow. uh, I used to watch them all the time. And now I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't, because no one has to cook that fast. Let's just call it what it is. Like so much pressure. Sure. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I learned, uh, people think I'm crazy when I say this, but I used to love Rachel Ray on food network when she first came about, it was like really simple stuff too, like EVO, you know, her whole olive oil thing. Yeah. But that's kind of where I learned like the basics salt and pepper and olive oil, lemon juice and how to make a simple dressing and stuff. And everybody's like, I can't, yeah. well, they have their opinions on her, but I, I used to watch her religiously, but yeah, I don't, I don't watch much of that anymore. It's all about the Instagram cooking videos these days.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything's about online. Everything now. I mean, we know that Yeah. everybody gets there. Um, people find builders and products and everything in our industry too from, you know, from Instagram, Instagram videos. So, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. We film, we have a YouTube channel too. So when I'm in the showroom, we film a lot of content. We did a, we filmed in a client's home over Christmas uh, down here and put it on the YouTube. Um, it was a lot of recipes actually. There's a lot of cooking videos and recipes. So when I get home, I don't, I just, Watch something totally different, Ted Lasso.
0: Yeah. You're done. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. Ted Lasso. Jamie, are you? Have you seen Ted Lasso? No, it's he's look at him. He's never even heard of it. I never even heard of him. He's like, what's that? A, what's that? A cowboy <laughs> show?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good highly show recommend.
1: It. It's a good one, Jamie. <laughs>
0: Well no, to check um, it out. Help. I'll check it out. Although I've not started the new season, guys, so don't ruin it for me.
1: Well, I highly recommend for you guys, you know, in your your cities to check into your local Sub Zero Wolf showroom and check into if you want to take your team or you have designers or that you work with or you know, customers that you want to take in for a demo. Like we all do it. There's twenty eight of us Sub Zero Wolf chefs in North America. And Jamie, I'm not sure what part of California are you in? There's a couple of different showrooms.
2: And yeah. Bay, San Francisco yeah. So
1: area. Um, you have a showroom out there. And Mike, where, where's your?
3: Chicago. Yeah, we have yeah. a dedicated um, Wolf Sub-Zero showroom. And I'm terrible. My, my uh, area rep, Laura Paulette, has been trying to get me out there. She probably asked me two or three times a year to get up there. And I, I always say I will and I never make it out. But I'm going to have to now. Yeah. Maybe we can fly, fly you in to yeah. uh, make some tacos that or something. We'll
1: <laughs> that would be fun. You have Chef Paul up there in Chicago, and he has good people. So, yeah, I would always like to do a collaboration with Chef Paul. Yeah.
3: Cool. Cool. So why don't you give everybody your handle so we can find you on Instagram and uh, even get you some yeah your YouTube tooth, page where, where yeah. anyone can get a hold of you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's the Instagram is Tisdell, T-I-S-D-E-L underscore Chef Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I-E. And then our YouTube channel is just under Tisdell Distributing. And then our website, if y'all ever need recipes, you go to the website, TisdellDistributing.com and go to resources and there's all my recipes and things like that uh, where I do the recipes for demos and stuff. So, yeah.
3: Cool. Cool.
0: Perfect.
3: Well, appreciate you hopping on.
0: I have a I have awesome. a selfie. Hang oh, on, sorry. Wait, one more question. I saw I, I so I was uh, so I, I was trying to prep here uh, yesterday, and was uh, Instagram stalking and saw you fly fishing. Do you also I fly do. fish? I
1: love to fish. Deep. I grew up deep sea fishing, uh, but I've gotten into fly wow. fishing recently. So I took my. I need a vacation. So I took myself out to. Um, Colorado out to Deckers, Colorado. It's a blue ribbon stream. Yeah, Ooh, and did yeah. some fly fishing out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: Jealous. It's awesome. Jealous. Do you fit do you cook? What'd Not you catch?
1: typically. Yeah. Well, if I go down to like Florida, the Keys or something, I will just cause it's easy and I can bring it into where I'm staying. But for that situation it was a little tougher. So but my the Roth Distributor, Roth Living, the distributor I used to work for in St. Louis. They are based out of Denver, so I stopped in and did a cooking video with them. And probably should have taken them them all of the oh, fish. Cool. Now that I'm saying that out loud, don't tell them.
0: But yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> threw them back. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Wait,
0: our f- new, none of our listeners will tell. Okay, them. <laughs> 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 okay now I'm cool. All right. Awesome. Brandy, thanks for jumping on. This was, This was. yeah. yeah. Thanks was Thanks for having me
1: guys. Yeah. Thanks for having mm-hmm. me. And uh, I, yeah, If y'all need to get in touch. Well, sounds like most of you know where your showrooms are, but let me know and get a demo and Zane, we can work on Knoxville for sure. Getting a demo together.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yes, we I can make it out there. That whole meal that you were just talking about. Like that whole meal you were talking about when I can't eat, you know, let's do a repeat of that we can Knoxville.
1: do it yeah we're doing wine pairing too so yeah, yeah. yeah. perfect
3: or if
0: you uh, or if you want any of our four listeners <laughs> to know about this magazine launch I'll be happy to tell them and I'll just live I'll just live uh, live do this thing from from your uh, from your hey that's a good idea
1: not a bad idea I'll, I'll run it by our president just see what she says
0: yeah, yeah. There you go. so so Yeah, so when you find the invite, you just send it out to me, and I'll... uh, Just keep in mind, Zane is not a fan.
3: Zane is not a fan of wine.
0: No wine for Zane.
1: (laughs) 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 I'll be in trouble. I feel like there's an inside (laughs) joke there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
2: don't don't even know. I don't feel bad. (laughs) Nice Nice to to meet meet you you guys.
1: All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye.
3: Nailed it. Oh, nailed fucker. it. Couldn't make him what? laugh. You Stone it. cold. Oh <laughs> good. Oh <All> good. <sighs> we're definitely we're definitely not professionals.